0: Today, Jimmy Olsen has momentarily blocked Mary Hennig's attempts to secure the Martin Higgins letters and at the same time has placed himself in imminent danger.
1: Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. People who know say that it's a mighty tough job to handle your schoolwork all morning unless you've had a good solid sort of breakfast. And people who know what's good say that when Kellogg's Pep heads the breakfast menu, you're bound to want to eat hearty. Yes, sir, Kellogg's Pep sure does give your appetite the old one too. Because it looks so good in the first place, all golden and toasted and crisp. And because Pep tastes so sunny and inviting. You know, Kellogg's Pep is called the sunshine cereal. It's packed to the brim with full, smooth, sunshine flavor. Every time you dig down in those crunchy, delicate flakes your spoon comes up with mighty keen eating that tastes like more. Why, before you know it, you've polished off every last flake in your bowl. And a good thing that is, too, because the cereal grains have been picked out to give that swell grain nourishment to fellows and girls all over the world. So get hep to pep, gang. Don't waste it. When Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers, take special pains to make sure there's no waste at your house. Handle with care is the idea if you pour your own cereal. And eat up every bit you pour out. Always eat all your pep. Don't waste it. Now, the adventures of
0: Superman. So far, only Clark Kent has expressed even the slightest hint of suspicion regarding 15-year-old Mary Hennig, a seemingly nice girl who was actually a tough juvenile delinquent known as Chickie. Lois Lane doesn't dream that Mary, playing on her sympathies, used her to get a job on the Daily Planet where she learned that a packet of letters exposing the dishonesty of corrupt politicians for whom she was sent to spy was expected in the first mail delivery at the newspaper office. Reporting this to her boss, Mary was forced under threat of exposure for past crimes and the prospect of being sent to a reform school to attempt to steal the incriminating evidence. Arriving at the planet offices before any of the others, Mary was about to go through the mail when Jimmy Olsen came in, gathered it all up, and asked her to help him sort it. As we continue today, Jim, his arms filled with packets of mail, is just entering Editor Perry White's empty office. A step behind him, Mary, desperate, her eyes gleaming wickedly, is just withdrawing a heavy, flat metal object from her handbag. I'll dump this stuff on Mr. White's
2: desk, and you can help me sort it, Mary. Sure. I'll help you, Jim.
0: As the young reporter departed to the mail on Perry White's desk, Mary, making no sound, moves up behind him raising the metal object in her hand. She is about to bring it down on Jim's unsuspecting head when suddenly, a spasm of frustrated fury contorts her face.
2: Who's that? Huh? Who, who's what? Who just come into the city room? Sounds like it might be Mr. White and Mr. Can oh, Of all the dirty breaks. What? Oh, nothing, nothing. Say, what's the matter with you? Who, oh, me? What do you mean? Oh, I don't know. You looked awfully funny just now.
1: Funny, Jim? Yeah, real tough.
2: You talk tough, too.
1: Oh. oh, that that was only an act. You know, just for laughs. laughs,
2: Laps, huh? I had a feeling that you... That what, Jim? You... Oh, just skip it. For uh, I told Jim to check the mail, but like you, I couldn't wait to see for myself if... Uh... Oh, there you are, Olson. Yeah, good morning, Chief. Uh, Jim, it, did you again? find any... Oh, Jim. Uh, say, what are you doing here so early, young lady? Yes, You're not supposed to be here till after school, Mary. Oh,
0: I know, sir, but... Well, there's no school today, and I, I thought I might be able to make myself useful. Now, to. look
2: here. I didn't get up in the middle of the night to stand here gabbing. What about that package of Higgins' letters? You find it yet? Uh, no, we were just going to go through the mail. Well, come on, all of us. Kent, uh, and you too, Mary. Uh, yes. Let's sir. all go through this batch of mail and find the envelope. Okay, I'll take this bunch. Here, here's one for you, Chief. Oh, here, Mary, you look through these. Uh-huh. Right. Tony said he mailed them addressed to me in a long white envelope. A long envelope? Yeah, that's right. He mailed it about eight thirty last night, so it ought to be here. It's got to be here. Oh, uh, no, good. He... Oh no, no, this is from the bank. Oh, Olson, don't do that to me. I think this is it. Where? Well, let's see. Yes, it is. There's a note from Tony inside, and what's huh? more, how do you know, Mister Ken? Huh? How?
0: Hey, here, get oh, that oh, envelope oh, why, uh... and stop acting
2: like an idiot, Ken.
0: Okay, take it easy. Uh, I'm going to it read through it. it.
2: Who do you think you are, Superman?
0: Well, if you really want to know, oh, uh, uh,
2: no, no, stop it, stop, stop it. Why can't I get this confounded envelope open? Uh, there. Are they the Higgins letters, Chief? Oh, let's see. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, they certainly are. Here. Here, listen to this. What? Dear Marty, in you will find a check for the 20 grand you asked for. If it helps maintain our prosperity, it will be well worth it. Here's to a successful campaign, your friend George Conroy.
0: George Conroy? Isn't he the slot machine king? That's right. Yes,
2: and he's making a $20,000 contribution to Higgins' campaign. Oh, boy, will this look good on our page one. Certainly links Higgins with a racket. Yes, and now, boy, oh, boy, do we have him nailed now.
0: What's all the excitement about? Oh, good morning, Miss Lane. Good morning. Good yeah,
2: morning, Lois. Look, look, the evidence against Higgins. All we need to smack him flatter than a postage stamp.
0: Oh, that's swell, Chief. Now we can... Why, Mary Hennig. I just realized that it was you who said good morning to me. What are you doing here? Well... No, oh, never, never
2: mind that now, Lois. Here, look at this. Here, here's a letter from the Williamson Realty Company. That, uh, that's the outfit that owns all the slum tenements. What do they say? Oh, plenty. Listen... And, then, and, then the... and, in, uh, and in consideration of our substantial contribution, we hope for your continued support of our fight against the so-called slum clearance bill. Ah, how do you like that? Oh, that's wonderful. When we print that one, it'll cost Mr. Higgins plenty of votes. Who are the other letters from, Chief? Uh, yeah. Let's see. Here's one from Earl Lake. Uh, that's the fellow who runs all the pool rooms. This one's from Mush Brown.
0: Mush Brown? Wow, wow. that's a Blue Ribbon number. Who's
2: Mush Brown? Nobody, just the man who runs the numbers racket. No, wait, that's not all. Now, let's see. There are three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight letters in all from as many unsavory characters. All big-shot racketeers. Uh
0: What a haul. We'll have to put Mr. Higgins where we want him. Yes,
2: sir. Right behind the eight ball. Look, Chief, let's run one of these letters with a feature story on page one every day. That's exactly what I plan to do. We'll start with the Conroy letter, Kent. So
0: knock out two columns to go with it right away. You bet. Have it ready to set up in an hour.
2: Good. Now, Lois... I want you to do a story on juvenile delinquency in the slums to prepare our readers for the realty company letter we'll run tomorrow.
1: Okay, Chief. Make
2: it clear how Higgins promotes juvenile delinquency by fighting the slums' clearance bill.
1: Right.
2: include all the details. Spare nothing and no one. You want me, Chief? Yes, I want you to take these Higgins letters and put them in our morgue. What? In the morgue. That's right. In the clippings, morgue. Uh, are you kidding, Chief? No, I'm not kidding, you young nung skull. But, but. Yeah, don't uh, argue with me. Do as I say. Okay, you're the boss. You bet I am. I'm the boss because I'm smarter than you are. Because I realize that anyone desperate enough to attempt murder to get these letters isn't going to stop at cracking a puny off a safe. Oh, I get it. You figure they'd never think to look in the morgue, so. Yeah, exactly. Now go ahead. File them under H. Lock that file cabinet. Bring the key back and put it in the upper right hand drawer in my desk. Okay. But look, Chief, suppose someone has to use that file. Well, you tell them to come to me. If I'm not here, you'll know where to find the key. Now, you go with whoever wants it and see that they keep their hands off those letters. Check. Oh, uh, I'll be glad when we have them photostated and in the hands of the DA. Gee, so will I. All right. Here, get going. I'm on my way. Hey, what are you standing around here for? Why, oh, I. I uh... Have you been here all the time, Mary?
0: Well, yes, sir. I, I thought maybe you'd have something for me to do, so. All I...
2: right, all right, all right. Uh, Olson, go on about your business. Uh, here, Mary. As long as you're anxious to do something, sort the rest of this mail and see that it, it is distributed. Yes, sir. Now, uh, let's see if we can get some action around here.
0: Within a few hours after Clark Kent, Lois Lane, and Perry White swing into action, the huge presses of the Daily Planet begin rolling with an account of Higgins' association with racketeers. The opening blast in the campaign to defeat the corrupt political powers which encouraged the development of juvenile delinquency in Metropolis. Later that day, after the planet's first edition had been declared a sellout, Harry White is in the city room congratulating his staff on the fine job they had done when Jimmy Olsen announces an insistent caller.
2: Well, you were busy, chief, but he insists he's got to see you on important official business.
0: Official business? Uh-huh. That's quite right, sir. You're Mister Perry White. I take it. Yes, but who are? You... I, sir, I'm a process server here to serve you with a summons and a suit filed by Martin Higgins what? against you, sir. Your publisher, John W. Grayson, and members of your staff, Whit Clark, Kenton, Lois Lane, co defendant What's oh, the The oh, suit claims one million dollars damages for false and malicious slander against the plaintiff, Martin Higgins. Wow. Here you are, sir. Good day. <laughs> momentarily stunned by the process service announcement of Martin Hagen's counteroffensive against them, our friends stare at each other blankly as they realize how a million-dollar slander suit can ruin not only the daily planet, but their campaign for clean government and good citizenship. What will happen? We'll know more in a moment, so stand by for the startling climax of today's episode.
1: Hey gang, if you want a slick dish that'll really bait your appetite tomorrow morning, try date bait. That's this week's Pep Dish of the Week. And it's a honey. Mmm, mmm, what this dish does for breakfast. Just try it. First you pour a layer of Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, in the bottom of your bowl. Top that with a layer of dates, you know, cut in fairly small pieces. Then another layer of Pep, more dates, and so on, until you're ready to add milk and pitch in. And that's date bait, this week's Pep Dish of the Week. Believe you me, those tender crisp flakes of Kellogg's Pep are way out in front when it comes to tickling your taste. They're crunchy, they're full up with sparkling sunshine flavor, and they give you whole wheat nourishment plus. So mom's glad when you eat up every bit of Kellogg's Pep in your bowl. What's more, nobody wants to waste cereal, especially nowadays when we're sending the cereal grains to fellows and girls overseas. Keep that in mind when mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers. Don't waste it. If you pour your own pep, pour it carefully and eat up every bit you pour out. And say, kind of keep watch on your younger brothers and sisters, too. Remember, eat all your pep. Don't waste it.
0: Frantic with worry, Perry White, Lois Lane, and Jim Olsen feel as though the world is toppling about their ears as a result of Martin Higgins' million-dollar slander suit against them. When suddenly, Kent breaks the tension by chuckling. Hey, wait a minute. It's ridiculous for us to sit here worrying when all we have to do is present those letters and evidence of what we've said about Higgins, and the case will be thrown out of court. By George, you're right, Kent. Of course. How silly of us not to have thought of that before.
2: Well, come on. Let's go to the morgue where I told Jimmy to hide those letters. I'd like to have another look at them to ease my blood pressure. Okay. I'll show you where they are. Follow me. <laughs>
0: The H-file.
2: Imagine that nerve of that Higgins guy pulling a stupid bluff like this.
0: Maybe he doesn't know we've got the letters.
2: Oh, he knows, all right. I'm sure of that. This is just a bluff to confuse the voters and frighten us. Well, we'll scotch his little game right now. I'm going right over to the DA's office with these letters Uh and... Oh, wait a minute, Chief. Well, What's the matter? Jim, you sure you put those Higgins letters in this file? Oh, sure I did, Mr. Kent. Then I locked it and put the key in the chief's desk, like he told me to. Have you got the key, chief? Well, yes, yes. Uh, here, here it is, but... Uh... What are you driving at, car? we will see in just a minute. Open the file, chief. Mm-hmm. All right, but for Pete's sake, Kent, I wish you wouldn't act like this. You make me nervous. You talk like you don't think the letters are there. Mr.
0: Don't Kent. even suggest I... that, Jim. Well, chief? Great Scott,
2: the letters are gone.
0: <laughs> His face drained of color. Too shocked even to question how Clark Kent knew the letters were missing from the locked file. Harry White stares helplessly at Kent, Lois, and Jimmy. All of whom now realize they are at the mercy of Martin Higgins. With even Superman powerless to help. What has happened to the vital letters? The evidence upon which rests the fate of the daily planet and the welfare of the people of Metropolis. Tomorrow's episode tells the dramatic story. So don't miss it. Tune in, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman.
1: Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Hey, gang, if you've ever had a race with your dog, you know how much he enjoys running and jumping. Now, dogs are like people. To keep their muscles strong, they have to eat right. So if you want to help your dog stay in the groove, to have strong bones and teeth and muscles, just mix Kellogg's Growpup dog food in with the scraps of meat and fat you give him. There are three kinds of Growpup, all with a grand, meaty flavor. There's Growpup ribbon, Growpup meal, and Growpup pellets. Ask your mother to feed your dog... Kellogg's grow up regularly. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.